to the ExtraordinaryChurch.ca podcast, where ordinary people experience extraordinary life in Jesus Christ. You are about to hear a message that will encourage you to become and experience all that Jesus Christ has for you. Are you ready? Open up your Bibles because something extraordinary is about to happen. So I'm going to read from Matthew chapter 4. And I thank you for standing and being patient with me, but I'm going to read starting at verse 23. I'm reading in King James, but we could follow along with whatever comes on the screen. The Bible says, And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in their synagogues, and preaching the gospel of, somebody say, the kingdom. Let's say that one more time together. The kingdom and healing all, somebody say all, All. manner of sickness and all manner of disease among the people. And his fame went throughout all Syria. This is verse 24. And they brought unto him, somebody say it, all sick people that were taken with diverse diseases and torments and those which were possessed with devils and those which were lunatic and those that had the palsy and he healed them. I'm going to bring that to you in 2023 language. Verse 24 one more time. Everyone dealing with sickness of all kinds of diseases and torments those who were possessed with demonic darkness, those which were dealing with mental health issues, and those that had issues in their physical body, what did Jesus do? This is the kingdom. This is the kingdom that we are a part of where Jesus heals all manner of sickness, all manner of mental challenges, all manner of physical issues, Jesus heals them all. So, God's presence is here. And we're going to do something a little bit different this morning. But we're going to stand on God's word. We're going to get into flow. There's an extraordinary presence of God here. If there is sickness in your body right now, if there's pain in your body and you can feel it in your arm, in your legs, in your back, it doesn't matter. God's presence is here. God is ready to heal. If you're sick in your body, I want you to step outside in faith and come to the front. Just You have some pain in your body. If you've been dealing with a a mental issue this week and you're hiding it, but today today God's going to heal that. Just come to the front in faith. Come on, EC Church family. Let's give a hand clap to these people that are demonstrating faith in this moment. If if you have a, a sickness in your physical body, I want you to come to the front. But this is the kingdom. This is the kingdom. We're going to take a few moments. I'm just going to give some quick instruction. If you're a first-time guest, this is the safest place 
in Mississauga. In God's presence with EC family. So, some instruction. Because in God's kingdom, there's righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. And those are the three works that God is going to do in this moment right now. Because this is the kingdom. What is righteousness? Just so we know what's coming. Just some quick instruction. Righteousness is God taking away our shame and replacing it with his innocence. So the mental battle that you've had of condemnation, God's going to replace that condemnation with his innocence. And you're going to feel a liberty and a lightness come upon you. And you're going to feel different. That's one work that God is going to do in the next few moments. Number two, peace. God's going to give you peace and tranquility in your body and in your mind in the next few moments. And God's going to give you joy. There are some people here that have been feeling anxious and depressed. But God's going to replace that depression and anxiety and he's going to replace it with the joy of his Holy Spirit. Is that fair enough? This is the kingdom. Somebody say it with me. This is the kingdom. So in the next few moments, we're going to all do this together. We're going to lift our hands in the next few moments when I let you. When I let you know. And when we lift our hands, we're going to all pray together. In your own words, I invite you to pray, Lord, I turn away from, and you name whatever you've been battling. If it's a sickness in your body, if it's a mental issue, you just say, Lord, I turn away from this depression. I turn away from this sickness in my body. I turn away from this family issue that's been spoken over my life. And I turn to you, Jesus. I turn to the sacrifice that you paid. That's the first thing we're going to do together when we lift our hands. The second thing we're going to do is, Lord, I receive my healing. We're going to pray that prayer. I receive my healing. I receive your righteousness, your peace, and your joy. Can we remember those simple three things? The righteousness, peace, and joy. And the Spirit of God is going to move in this place. And I want you to just receive it into your spirit, soul, and body. And God's going to heal all over this place and pain's going to leave your body. You're going to feel a lightness come upon your heart and spirit. And God's going to do the work and he's going to confirm it. Is that all right? All right, let's do that together. Let's do it, EC family and guests. Let's lift our hands unto Jesus. And whatever you've been facing right now, I want you to confess with your own lips and your own voice and tell the Lord, Father, I turn away from this depression and anxiety. I turn away from this pain in my body. I turn away from it, Jesus. And I turn towards you, Lord, because you make me whole. You make me healed. You make me new, Jesus. And in you, Jesus, I see myself healed. In you, Jesus, I see myself free. In you, Jesus, I see myself whole. I see myself renewed. Lord, because this is the kingdom. You heal me of all manner of sickness and disease. Come on, preach just like that in this moment. By the authority of the word of God and the power of the name of Jesus, we cast out every devil that has been tormenting you. We cast out every sickness and disease. 
in this moment in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ and Lord right now we lose healing we lose miracles we lose signs and wonders in this place for your word to be known God indeed and in demonstration in the name of the Lord Jesus be healed of that pain and sickness be healed of anxiety and depression in the name of Jesus Christ in the name of Jesus Christ let it be done now let it be done now yeah let it be done now I want you to focus on the Lord right now if you have to close your eyes close your eyes but turn towards him see yourself healed and then receive his gift in this moment yes be healed in your throat be healed in your organ systems be healed in your body be healed in your mind be made whole in Jesus name be made whole in Jesus name right now we cast out depression and we lose joy of the Holy Spirit in Jesus name yes yeah just like that the love of God is here the love of God is for you we cast out the spirit of fear that's been tormenting your mind and we loose the love of God upon you right now embrace his presence he loves you he died for you Praise God. Yes. Kataba Sandaha. It's good. The Lord is doing a work here this morning. Let's lift our hands and say, Jesus, I thank you for your spirit moving in this place. Because if we're going to be the extraordinary church that God wants us to be, we have the opportunity to have extraordinary faith because we have extraordinary access in his presence. You don't have to beg God. You just have to be open to his spirit. You don't have to earn or deserve it. He's for you and he's here this morning doing a supernatural work. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. God is doing it in this place this morning. God's touching lives. There's tears flowing. There's worship going up unto Jesus. We've got time this morning for Jesus to heal all manner of sickness and disease. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God. Amen. Praise God. Now, as simple as we entered into his presence, you saw how easy that was to just move into his presence? Now, now, if you had pain in your body coming up to this altar, 
or if you had this heaviness upon your spirit that you've been battling with all week, in the same place where you had that pain in your body, I want you to move your arms or move your legs, move your neck, whatever it is. If you have to go to the washroom to actually confirm, that's okay too. But if you don't have any pain in that area, in faith, I want you to lift your hand and testify that there's no more pain. If there's no more pain, I want you to lift your hand in this moment. There's people lifting their hands across this, across this sanctuary this morning. Let's thank the Lord for confirming the pain being gone. If you were having this heaviness upon your spirit and all of a sudden you're feeling light, you're feeling this freshness, I want you to lift your hand and testify of that. There's people lifting their hands across this sanctuary this morning. Jesus still heals today. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. God is for you. Let's thank Him this morning. Thank you, Jesus. This is the kingdom. This is the kingdom. Praise God. You may go back to your seats over the next few moments. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. <laughs> I love God's people because you just showed the Father that you trust Him without Him having to make any big show for you. You know, part of the reason why we did that together this morning, for you to know that you cannot and I cannot earn what he gives, we cannot deserve what he gives, simple faith, childlike faith. I was notorious when I was young. Thank you, musicians. I was notorious when I was young that when my father would tell me, my natural father, would tell me that he would buy me a Chevron collectible car. I don't know if you know about that. You're going to have to forgive this Floridian boy. But when I was a child, I collected Chevron cars the little model cars and I wanted every single little Chevron car that came out and my dad was the one who bought them for me at the gas station and when we would go to church service we would pass by on the way home pass by a Chevron every single time and when we passed, and I knew the Chevron was coming, I would remind my dad, hey, dad, you told me. And I remember one time, my dad, he, uh, my family had been going through a financially difficult time, and I had not realized it. But I knew Chevron was coming. And I remember pulling on my dad's, coat and pulling on his belt and saying, Dad, 
you told me. It's about time that we truly recognize who our heavenly father is and not come to him in prayer with a position of, I'm not sure if you told me. To a posture of, Father, you told me. Now, how can we come to Jesus with a Father, you told me attitude and know that he actually told us? That's a good question to ask. Well, the scriptures promise us that if we pray according to his will, we can ask for anything. Anything? Anything. Oh, my. Selah. If you don't know what that means, that means think about it. Ask for anything according to his will. Do you know what God's will is for your life? God's will for your life is for you to be whole. God's will for your life is for you to be saved. God's will for your life is for you to have innocence. God's will for your life is for you to have peace. God's will for your life is for you to have joy. God's will for your life is for you to have strength. God's will for your life is for you to be pure. God's will for your life is for you to be forgiven. God's will for your life is for you to be confident. God's will for your life is for you to be safe. God's will for your life is for you to be connected to a church body. God's will for your life is for you to be provided for. God's will for your life is for you to know him. And that's just a drop in the bucket. So I'm telling you this morning that whatever you pray according to his will, which I just helped you understand a little bit about what that is. If you pray anything in alignment with that, he will give it to you. You see, this is so hard for people to understand. Because many times when we come to Jesus, whether or not we've known him for five seconds or 50 years, we develop cobwebs in our spirit. And when you, you ever walk into a cobweb? God have mercy. When we walk our dog around our neighborhood. Now we live in Miami, Florida. If you know anything about Miami, Florida, it is tropical land. It is so tropical, there is a place down there called Pollo Tropical. It's tropical chicken. It's so tropical down there. There's jungles in so many different areas of South Florida because you're walking through so many trees, so much botany, and, and all of that, you get spider webs. And... I cannot really grasp how crazy I look and how absurd I look to my neighbors when I'm walking around the neighborhood and walk into a cobweb. And I'm just going crazy 
beating at the air, wondering where if I'm going to make my next step or get run over by a car that's coming on the street. And sometimes that's how we feel when we come to prayer. Lord, I'm not sure what your will is, but I'm just going to say a bunch of stuff and I'm not really sure if I'm going to receive what I'm telling you. There's cobwebs in your spirit as a result of you running into things that you did not expect to run into. Someone came along your path and hurt you and caused you some offense or became a stumbling block for your life. And it became a cobweb in your faith that when you would come to Jesus, it was hard for you to believe that he loved you. An issue with a father figure or a mother figure in your life. And all of a sudden it developed a cobweb in your spirit so that when you thought about God or when you considered God or when you prayed to God, you weren't sure if he was really listening. An issue with a family member, brother or sister or cousin that caused you to Think that when you would become a part of a church body that you were easily going to get backstabbed or somebody was going to talk be behind your back or there was going to be hypocrites all over the church and it wasn't really anything having to do with the church but it had to do with the family dysfunction that you attached to the church. But what's amazing about it is that you're here this morning because God's mercy is greater than our own opinion at times. God's merciful. But this is the simplicity of Christ. And when man or woman does not understand the simplicity of the love of God, we make things complicated. This is so extraordinary to me about Extraordinary Church. I don't have to say all this, but the Lord wants me to say it. That Extraordinary is not extraordinarily complicated. Extraordinary, in fact, is a revelation of how simple it is to just follow Jesus. You don't have to have it all together to be extraordinary in Christ. You've just got to be willing to believe that he's for you, he loves you, and he came in Jesus Christ and died for you to be saved, to be whole, and to know him. Extraordinary is actually extra simple. Extra simple. God is the one true and living God. He came in Jesus Christ. He died for our sins. We are born again into his kingdom and his body by way of being born again. Can you put up John chapter 3, please? Born again of water and spirit. This is the simplicity of being a part of who he is. If you could put that up, please. John chapter 3, starting... This is a wonderful story, starting in verse 1. There is a man of the Pharisees named Nicodemus, a ruler of the Jews. Let's, let's stop there really quick because I won't be long. This is a religious man. He was a teacher that could talk extra complicated about the kingdom of God. 
He could make it really fancy sounding. He could make it really extra layered to the point where people really respected this guy because he sounded really smart. He's a ruler of the Jews. Verse 2, please. The same came to Jesus by night and said unto him, Rabbi or teacher, we know that you're a teacher from God because no man can do these miracles that you do except God is with him. Verse 3. Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, or truly, truly, I say unto you, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Now, born again, what in the world? That sounds really complicated. Well, thank God he keeps talking because it's actually really simple. Nicodemus, he thinks that this is an all-complicated deal. He says, how can a man be born when he is old? Wow, what a Ph.D. man. Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? No. Jesus answered, truly, truly, I say unto you, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. Now, this is amazing because the kingdom of God appears to people and they're healed, they're delivered, they're set free. But... I'm from Florida, so you're going to have to forgive me. But being a Florida native, you just go to Disney at least one time or 50 times in your life. Yeah, one time of 50. But when I've driven past Disney, I got close to Disney, but I didn't really see Disney. When Jesus would come and heal and set people free, they got close to the kingdom, but they didn't really see the kingdom. You can see the big Mickey Mouse outside of Disney, but you can't really tell me that you saw Disney just because you saw the entrance. I'm going to tell you today, there's an entrance to his kingdom. And it's not complicated to see the kingdom and enter the kingdom. We could keep on reading in John chapter 3, verse 4. Verse 5, thank you. He says, to be born again, it means to be born of water and of the spirit. Verse 6, please. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. What is Jesus saying? He's saying... This new birth, this rebirthing is a spiritual thing, not a fleshly thing. When things are fleshly, they're complicated. When things are spiritual in Jesus, they're simple. And so, let us turn to Acts chapter 2, please. Verse 1. I won't be long, just maybe about three more minutes. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place, just like we are right now. Suddenly there came a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting. Isn't it awesome you don't have to do any gymnastics for God to do something supernatural in your life? You can sit right where you are and God do a miracle in your body. <laughs> Oh, there's faith here. 
Verse 3. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire, and it sat upon each of them. There was something supernatural happening. And they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit gave them utterance. So the Spirit gave them the ability to speak with other tongues. And this is where we first see people being born of the Spirit. You can go to verse 38, please. Peter, a disciple of Jesus, ends up preaching from verse about 10 all the way down to 38. And then he says these words. He says, repent or turn away from your sin and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission or the taking away of your sins. And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. We see the born of water is being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. And being born of the Spirit is affirmed once more through the receiving of the gift of the Holy Spirit. This, somebody say, this is the kingdom. This is the kingdom entrance that is available to every single person. You know what's so awesome about being invited by Jesus? Is that he makes his invitation available to everybody. He makes his invitation available to everybody. And not everybody might like that, but I need to, I'm going to get what I need from Jesus. I dealt, when my middle sister died from myocarditis, I was 10 years old and she was 14. For seven years, I dealt with panic attacks because I thought that I was going to die young just like she did. And I saw my parents grieve, and I saw my sister drop out of school, and I was tormented for seven years until the day that I was born of the water and of the Spirit. God took away that grief, took away that panic, took away that anxiety, and I was born again into the kingdom. I mean, my grandmother, she was raised Catholic, and she had had dreams of receiving the baptism of the Holy Spirit, being born of the Spirit, but never actually experienced it in real life. And at about the age of... This was 58 years old. No, I'm sorry, 63 years old. She was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, and she was filled with the Holy Spirit, and just like she had dreamt, Catholic background back in Nicaragua and Central America, she was filled with the Spirit and began to speak with other tongues. It doesn't matter what background you have. It doesn't matter what kind of limitations you think you have. God is ready for your life to come closer to the kingdom. And not just closer to the kingdom, but into the kingdom. Praise God. Praise God. So let's stand together. Thanks for listening to our podcast. Join us next week for another message of hope and life in Jesus. If you like what you just heard, we hope you'll pass along our web address to all of your friends, extraordinarychurch.ca. 
We are a young church plant with a lot of people living an extraordinary life in Jesus. If you're looking for a way to become better connected to what God is doing, email us, info at extraordinarychurch.ca. We'd love to hear from you.